This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Small Business First podcast. I'm Lucy Kippist, one of the editors here on the site. Small business has definitely become an agenda item in 2020 in more ways than one, and the impact of COVID on the way we work will be unprecedented. All of this makes collecting data on small business trends so important, especially when it comes to planning for our future. Joining us today is Merlin Luck, the Regional Vice President for Salesforce. Welcome, Merlin. So Salesforce has just released its fourth small and medium business trends report. Can you give us a rundown on the key themes in this year's report? Mm. Well, well, thanks for having me on, Lucy, and great to be here. Uh, and I know that in a way there's there's content overload and research overload at the moment. And it's, it seems like every second organisation is, is doing a survey or releasing a report of, of some sort. Uh, what's unique about This report, though, is that we ran the surveys in early March, just before COVID really hit hard. And and what that means is that in running them again now, we get this snapshot of the impact that COVID has had on SMBs. And and what the report shows, Lucy, is, is four key themes. So the first is that SMBs are facing challenges, but they're optimistic. So pre COVID, 80% were optimistic about their future, now down to 72%. But when you consider the challenges, 57% struggling for business survival, that resilience, in my view, is remarkable and a testament to to the mentality of SMB leaders. The, The second key theme is that SMBs are remaining customer focused. So after money, i.e. access to capital, the second biggest challenge identified was meeting customer expectations. And that's compounded during COVID. So personalizing customer engagements is up 35% as a challenge, which makes sense because customer expectations are shifting faster than ever before in this rapidly changing world, which brings us to the third theme, which is that digital forward SMBs are more equipped to handle that volatility. So for example, during COVID, growing businesses have been 38% more likely to have tech driving their customer acquisition and 65% more likely to be increasing their investment in tech versus stagnant or declining businesses. And then the fourth theme is that technology is key to how SMBs are preparing for future crises. So growing businesses, 32% more likely to be investing in tech to prepare for future crises versus stagnant and declining businesses. Um, And 47% of businesses state they'll operate in a modified fashion once we return to normal, with a further 13% stating they'll operate in an entirely new structure. So that's really the key findings, uh, Lucy, is number one, optimism despite challenges, number two, 
doubling down on customer centricity. Number three, digital forward businesses uh, proving to be more equipped to handle volatility. And number four, businesses increasingly turning to tech to, to future-proof themselves. Wow, and there's, that's an awful lot there and, and a lot of it is positive, as you say. And actually what I want to touch on first really is the resilience that you're speaking of because I've also noticed that in our small business first community, there is a sense of optimism. Mm. So what do you think's driving that? Because despite all the odds suggesting that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's that doesn't that's not necessarily the case. But what do you think is driving that level of resilience? Mm. Well, I, I will say firstly that our thoughts are with all the the small businesses doing it tough right now. I mean, especially in those hardest hit industries, there's so many businesses that are really in in survival mode, and and the data shows that with with 57% saying they're struggling to stay afloat. And and as we know, behind these numbers, there's there's people who have spent years building these businesses, there's employees losing jobs, there's families struggling to pay their mortgages. So our our thoughts are with all of those impacted. Now, what we are also seeing, though, Lucy, overarchingly, is an acceleration of this move to digital business models. And, and that's been a trend for 20 years, but it's happening faster than ever now. So a new wave of, of innovation and entrepreneurship is, is already here and, it, and it'll continue to build momentum because this is a, a, a time of, of introspection and reflection where, where people are thinking about who they are, what they want in life and, and where the opportunities lie in this, this new world. And, and that'll drive this this next wave of disruptive businesses. And again, the data shows the momentum that these digital forward organisations have. Growing businesses, 33% more likely to be using tech to drive employee productivity, 38% more likely to be using tech to drive customer acquisition versus stagnant and declining businesses. So you can't be passive. You can't just keep doing things the way you've always done them and expect to thrive. You've, you've got to get out of paralysis and, and think about which parts of your business you can reinvent because clearly founders, small business leaders are resilient in, in their nature, but more than resilience, you, you need to think about how, how you can thrive in this new world. So true. It's almost as if we've been given a permission slip to reinvent our lives in a way, mm. certainly in mm-hmm. our businesses. Mm. So I hear that you're saying being close to your customers is more important now than ever before. How do you think this changes the way our small businesses operate? Well, that customer centricity is increasingly the the imperative if you want to thrive as a business. I mean, consumers have shifted from 42% of their interactions being online last year to 60% now. So that's almost a 50% increase in, in nine months. And, and 88% say that they expect the businesses that they interact with to have accelerated their digital transformations in response to COVID. But, but what we see again and again with many SMBs is that they're reactive with technology. So that intense pace, that reality that you're so busy working in your business that it's hard to work on your business, means that tech is often rolled out in a reactive and and ad hoc manner. So 
leads are down, quick buyer marketing automation app. A few months later, can't see what the sales team's running at, quick get a pipeline management app. A few months later, support cases falling through the cracks, grab a customer service app. And before you know it, you suddenly have this Frankenstein of, of siloed, disconnected applications in your business. And, and you're not getting the full value, the full benefits of technology because it's not connected and it's not part of your, your overarching strategy. And, and clearly using tech as a core part of your strategy to get closer to your customers is, is more important now than, than ever before. Being like digital ready or having a digital ready aspect of your business is obviously very important now. Mm. Do you think that COVID has moved the dial on digital savviness for small businesses from important to absolutely essential? I would say that it does depend on the aspirations that you have for your business. I mean, there'll always be a place for mum and dad businesses that are content with being what they are or for the local cafe or for a tradie operating as a sole trader. But if you're running a business with aspirations of of hyper growth uh, and real scale, I, I do believe that we're reaching a point where digital savviness is essential. And when I reflect on my own business, Lucy, that's certainly the big lesson that I learned the hard way. So before I joined Salesforce seven and a half years ago, I had my own business for five years that I built from the ground up to 13 employees. And as we grew and and reactively deployed apps, we didn't have a clear strategy. And ultimately, that inability to scale and to embrace a tech-first mindset led to my business collapsing. And and it was devastating because I put so much blood, sweat and tears into this thing. And it was such a big part of my identity and and of my future hopes and dreams. And I remember joining Salesforce and it was like, it was like doing the ice bucket challenge. Like it just hit me that this is how a business should be run. Every employee in every business function connected on a unified platform around that single source of truth. So one database for that single view of the customer, automating and optimizing business processes, end-to-end analytics and intelligence, all mobile first work from anywhere and and able to scale and adapt as the business evolves. And when you think about how a business can innovate and disrupt and grow when it has a platform like that at its core, it's a game changer. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that story. That experience must benefit you a lot in your current role, having that really hands-on experience of like creating a business and obviously having to let it go at the same time. And a sense of purpose as well, right, in terms of I deeply believe in the impact that this tech has on the businesses that we work with. So I I draw a lot of inspiration and a sense of purpose from that because I've lived it. Yeah, you're not just coming at it from a theory. So I guess a big part of technology also is that it democratises the small business market. So... Mm. Barriers to entry for CRM, finance tools, research tools, cloud-based applications, these are all considered to be at an all-time low. So do you agree with that? And how have the leaders in your sector taken advantage of the tools available to them? It is incredible that even a one-person startup now has access to this enterprise-grade tech because of cloud and, and software as a service where you can just subscribe to a software platform for for one user and access 
tools that even in the early 2000s would have been a multi-million dollar tech project for an enterprise organization. And certainly that democratization of tech is a driver of industry disruption because you now have this convergence where tech is rapidly shifting customer expectations and at the same time tech is empowering startups people with an idea to pursue the opportunities that those shifting customer expectations present and more broadly speaking that's that's very clear in the data beyond this report as well so when we look at established economies around two-thirds of new jobs are created by smaller medium businesses. But if you drill into that and look at the Department of Industry data for SMBs in Australia, two things become clear. The first is that older SMBs are actually shedding jobs on a net basis, whereas it's younger SMBs that are creating the net new jobs. And the second is that within that cohort of younger SMBs, two-thirds of the net new jobs being created are being created by just the top 3% of fastest-growing businesses. So the top 3% creating two-thirds of the net new jobs. So it's young, hyper-growth businesses that are driving the bulk of net new job creation in the Australian economy. And the question then is, what are those young, hyper-growth businesses doing and how can others replicate that? And fundamentally what they're doing is they're putting tech at the core of their strategy. How they automate and optimise business processes is underpinned by tech. How they connect around their customers in terms of sales, service, marketing is underpinned by tech. And how they make smart decisions in the day-to-day tactically and strategically in terms of analytics and intelligence is underpinned by tech. And that's where the big opportunity is. And we've seen that play out and accelerate during COVID as well. And, and do, what do you think of the impact of, of that growth has had on businesses within the technology the space themselves? So do you think it's served as a bit of a catalyst for anyone in that space who's not essentially striving to meet that demand that they either adapt or fail? Well, well that's increasingly where we're heading. I mean, maybe not fail in all cases, but certainly not thrive. And the thing is, you, you don't need to be digital native as a business to become digital forward you just need to connect your business strategy to your tech strategy and and have a roadmap and go on that journey and and when I think about what still inspires me in terms of my career at Salesforce you know seven and a half years in it it's really that as I said earlier it's it's seeing businesses go from that you know, the kind of business that I had, inefficient, losing customer centricity, making poor gut feel decisions to being the kind of business that Salesforce is automated, customer centric, data driven. And we're already working with 150,000 plus SMBs globally, including thousands of small businesses here in Australia to do just that. We have a whole teams of account managers purely focused on the small business space and a whole ecosystem of Aussie consulting firms that specialize in helping SMBs set up this tech in their business and align it to their strategy. Mm-hmm. So for small business owners out there, it's, it's not a question of can you embrace tech? It's, it's a question of will you? Will you be passive and, and reactive 
whilst the pace of change increases around you? Or will you step into this new future that, that's already here now? And, and again, that doesn't have to mean going all in. It just means taking the first step, one or two apps to start to optimize and innovate one or two parts of your business, but, but doing that with a plan on a platform so that you're on a journey. And, and that's the call to action, getting your business strategy and your tech strategy aligned, having a plan and taking the first step. That's the opportunity and that's the call to action. So speaking of that, I mean, you're talking there about businesses being more agile that's certainly mm. going to be something we're going to look for in businesses that continue to thrive in the post-COVID mm -hmm. world, whenever that mm -hmm. is. Looking at your report, what do you think the new normal mm. is going to look like for the small business sector? Well, the new normal is that change is constant and that the move to digital business models is rapidly accelerating. And that means all industries will increasingly be disrupted and, and customer expectations will increasingly shift in ways that you simply can't support without tech at the core. And the investments that growing businesses are increasingly making in that tech will more and more drive the divide between digital forward leaders and legacy players. Mm. Because even as we start to emerge from this period of peak COVID and, and the world returns to a level of normality, that the innovation and acceleration to digital that's being realised through this period will remain. So, for example, our customers like 18 Tuition, who provide tuition to primary and, and high school students, they went completely digital in response to COVID in terms of how they onboard tutors and students and how the tutoring is delivered. Now, that's a whole new channel that's opened up market opportunities into regional Australia. So even now, as they return to face-to-face -face tutoring, they're maintaining that digital momentum in those new markets. Living Edge, who sell high-end designer furniture, they launched a new e-commerce experience that includes contextual live chat capability. And now customers who receive live chat advice directly before a purchase <laughs> account for 20% of all their online revenue. Wow. And, and these are examples of businesses who have innovated with tech at the core in response to COVID, but where that innovation will continue to pay dividends as we return to, quote, normal. And, and more importantly, these are examples of how digital forward SMBs are able to quickly pivot and adapt to keep up with that increasing pace of change. They're really good insights. So based on the findings of this report from Salesforce, I know a lot of our listeners are always really keen for some immediately applicable advice. So talking when we are at the beginning of November in 2020, what should small business owners look to do as an absolute mm. priority in terms of planning for the future? I mean, clearly ensuring that your business strategy and your tech strategy are working hand in hand, that's the key. And ensuring that the strategy reflects this new world that we're living in now, there's an opportunity here to really rebuild your business plan from the ground up. So it's about breaking it all down and looking at every component and subcomponent of your business with that beginner's mind, first principles. Fundamentally, 
what's the job to be done at every level of your business? And that starts with why. Why are you in business in terms of your purpose, your goals, your objectives? And you need to look at that why in the context of this new world that we're living in now because your why may have changed. But then you need to look at at the how. How are you setting your strategy, your strategic imperatives and priorities as a business to reach these goals? And critically, how is your business strategy and your tech strategy going to work hand in hand to survive and thrive? And, And then you need to look at the what. What operational initiatives do you need to deliver to execute each part of your strategy? And and what technology enablers uh, are going to help you get there? So I think thinking with a beginner's mind about what could be done differently at every level of your business and creating that business plan that ensures your strategy and your tech are connected in response to this changing world, that's got to be an immediate priority as we look to the future. That's great. Melon, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Great to be here, Lucy. Thanks for the opportunity to, to share.